Welcome back to Knocked Up, the podcast with Dr. Raylia Liu from Women's Health Melbourne. Welcome, Raylia. Welcome. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. Controversial issue today that we've chosen to talk about. Yeah, we're talking about egg freezing over 40. I think this is... I understand why this is controversial. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah. And probably something as someone who specialises in infertility, you see quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Will we start? Yeah, sure. So, look, as you as you know and as you'd be aware, I'm, I'm very pro-egg freezing. I'm very into egg freezing as a technology because I think that, in general, um, proactive choices can help women plan their families. And if a woman is approaching 30 or just over 30 and hasn't got family on the horizon, um, choosing to freeze eggs prospectively at a time when the eggs are of high quality and where you can get a good yield per cycle and really give them an excellent chance of having a baby in the future from those eggs per cycle, I personally think will you know, radically change the way that um, in a decade, not even a generation from now, um, we treat women who uh, do decide to have babies later in life, you know, over 35, uh, because it'll mean that the egg quality from the eggs that we've preserved has been excellent and that hopefully through a minimum amount of treatment, many women will proceed to have babies. There'll, of course, be some women who freeze eggs who don't need to use them. And um, I think that's fine. I think that means that they've made reproductive choices on their own terms and that they haven't had to compromise and that they've got this extra resource up their sleeve that they may still use in the future to have baby number two or baby number three if that's what they want. So I'm, um, I'm very pro egg freezing and I'm very pro women having reproductive freedom and decision-making options. Egg freezing over 40 is a very different phenomenon and I've actually seen quite a few patients recently who've come to seek advice on this issue, which is why I wanted to talk about it um, with you. Look, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's close to home. It's kind of a similar age to what you and I are now. And, um, and um, look, it, it's tough because really women at our age are really in the prime of life and we feel well and we're healthy probably we're pretty happy with where we're at in terms of acceptance of ourselves um but in terms of fertility we really have gone a long way past our peak and it's really in my opinion a time to think really really seriously about whether a baby using your own egg is something that's really important to you and if it is, I think egg freezing is probably not the world's best idea. What makes egg freezing successful? Egg freezing is successful when we put young, healthy, robust eggs into the freezer and we get young, healthy, robust eggs out of the freezer. And the metabolic strength and potential of the egg influences strongly how the egg survives the process of freezing and warming. 
It's important to understand that the process of freezing and warming is in fact a trauma to the egg. It's a hard ask that we ask the eggs to go through. And we lose eggs to the process more often in older women than we do in younger women. We've seen this from huge studies done in donor egg populations with phenomenal success rates and egg survival in the, you know, kind of 85 to 90% range. Now, I can tell you we just don't see that in women who freeze their own eggs. Even when they're closer to 35, you know, we see kind of 80 to 80% you know, cell survival. And the older woman is when she freezes eggs, remembering what goes in is what comes out. Um, the fewer eggs survive the process. We've also got to remember that women who are older have a significant burden of abnormalities arising in their eggs. So it becomes the exceptional egg, not the average egg, that can make a baby. And certainly that's true over 40. So one concern I have um, when I see a woman to talk about egg freezing at 40 is she's already in a circumstance where most of her eggs are not going to be capable of making a baby. We know from modelling studies that to give her a half-decent chance of having a baby, uh, and I'm talking like 50% chance, we have to freeze 40-plus eggs, which is a very difficult thing to achieve in one cycle, pretty much impossible. So you probably at that age need to do many, many, many treatment cycles. Those treatment cycles in Australia do not attract any Medicare assistance and they're very expensive. So it's unrealistic for women at 40 to freeze enough eggs to have a, a really phenomenal chance of having a baby. So in fact, what we may be freezing is false hope. We have less of a chance of making a baby in a woman over 40 from an egg-free cycle than we do from a fresh IVF cycle at the same age. And that's a really important piece of information because in fresh IVF, when we're actually trying to help women get pregnant, we don't put the eggs in the freezer and warm them up again. We just inseminate them with sperm. And if we do freeze, we freeze embryos. And an embryo at the stage we freeze them at is what you call a blastocyst. The blastocyst is a day five to seven embryo that has around 150 to 250 cells. It's a, an entity that is much more robust to survive the freezing and warming process than a single-celled egg is. And if you lose a few cells of an embryo, the embryo itself can still survive. So it's not only jumped through all these hoops and kind of declared itself a much more viable prospect to become a baby, but it's also much stronger in terms of the process of surviving, freezing and warming than an egg is. Uh, so certainly, and also, you know, to mention in fresh IVF, we don't necessarily freeze the embryo in the first place. We put it back and give a chance of having a baby and we get an immediate outcome. So that, that's an important differential with egg freezing. In egg freezing, there's no immediate outcome we don't know what the potential of these eggs will be. It's complicated. Um, you can freeze completely normal eggs and then when you warm them, they can make serious mistakes when you put sperm and egg together. So just because you've frozen normal eggs doesn't mean you're out of the woods. And because you delay and don't get an immediate outcome, you don't have the opportunity to try it again next month. 
If I'm trying to help a woman get pregnant at 40, I'll throw everything at it. If she doesn't get pregnant in the first month, we try again. You know, we pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and we try again and I'll do everything in my power to help her get pregnant. Whereas if that same woman freezes eggs, has the feeling that she's done something really significant but actually maybe what she's put away is a whole lot of damaged and abnormal eggs and then comes back two or three years later to try and use them, her natural chance of getting pregnant and her chance of getting pregnant with IVF at that age have declined really significantly. So, you know, I really find... I'm not going to say that I'm... You know, if a woman says to me, I'm definitely not trying to have a baby now, there's no way, no matter what you say to me, I'm not going to try and have a baby now. I don't accept that I'll have a baby with donor sperm and I want to freeze my eggs then, you know, and I communicate all of these statistics to her, then I think that's fine. You know, I support her choice in that context. But when a woman first comes to me to freeze eggs, especially over 40, I give her a really realistic kind of probably... I I prefer to be pessimistic than optimistic and I prefer to give her a really realistic outlook about her chances of having a baby later with frozen eggs because that might sway her decision-making and change her mind about how she feels about donor sperm, how she feels about having a baby now. What what help is there for women who are over 40 and are are looking to freeze their eggs? So I would insist in my practice that anyone in that category um, would see a professional counsellor. And at our unit at Melbourne IVF, we have... Um, what we call Anzika trained counsellors, fertility trained psychologists. Um, it's also possible if a patient wants to be referred to uh, outside of an IVF unit. You know, I've got a network in Melbourne of, of counsellors I know who I feel and I know and trust and, and know would support women in decision making. And it's critical, these decisions, because it's not only about what does a woman do now, it's also about informing her of all her options, especially informing her that the door is not closed on motherhood if you can't have a baby with your own egg. There are lots of women who have babies, and we don't talk about this enough, honestly, we don't. There are lots of women who have babies with a donor egg, um, who have happy, healthy relationships and happy family with a donor egg. Uh, effectively, when you freeze eggs, you're really being your own egg donor. You're putting eggs away for when you need a donor egg, except they're yours from when you were younger. Um, so, look, just informing women that that may be an option for them in the future, or they can even have a donor embryo, um, which is an embryo that another couple may have, or another woman using donor sperm may have. Um, frozen as an excess embryo in IVF and not wanting to have a baby anymore or having completed their family and wanting to donate. So you can always have a a donor embryo as well. Um, There are other ways of forming families as well which are equally valid. So things like adoption, although it's not the world's easiest pathway, it's certainly a very um, rewarding pathway and also fostering children who who need support is is something that um, some of my patients have opted to do um, when either IVF hasn't been successful for them or if they've decided that certain issues are a deal breaker for them like using a donor egg or using a donor embryo and 
that's an amazing way to form a family and to um, really support children who are alive and, and in need of parents now. Um, so there's lots of lots of different options. So it's really important to speak to speak with a specialist about this and make an educated decision. Yeah, and I think having professional support and counselling, not just from your doctor, but from a, a trained psychologist also is a safeguard against decisional regret um, and just to help a woman come to terms and to be at peace with whatever decision she makes, be it freezing eggs, be it having a baby with donor sperm or be it deciding not to have treatment of any kind and just so that when she does look back on the decisions that she's made that she has made those decisions and they sit comfortably with her so that whatever happens in the future, um, she feels that she's made the right decision for her. If you're listening to this and you haven't done anything about future-proofing your fertility, not that anything future-proofs it, but doing what you can, what what is the optimal age to freeze your eggs? So obviously our eggs are at their best when we're very young but in my opinion the optimal age to freeze eggs is a balance it's different woman to woman but you want to kind of have a balance between where you're at in life and your perception of when um, you're thinking about freezing eggs or the likelihood that you will need to use them right Um, from a biological perspective the ideal age to freeze eggs is as young as possible my feeling from a kind of perspective of your likelihood of needing to use eggs, I think around 30 to 35 is the ideal age to think about it because you're still at an age, you know, closer to 30 is more ideal, but you're still at an age where your ovarian reserve is likely to be quite good and that it's still the average egg rather than the exceptional egg that can make a baby and that you know that there's a really good proportion of the eggs that you put away that are going to be normal functioning eggs. Um, You still need to freeze a lot. Uh, I don't recommend that anyone considering egg freezing freezes fewer than 20 eggs. But um, I think it's a balance and I think freezing eggs when you're really, really young is probably not the right thing for most people. Obviously, some people do it because they're about to have cancer treatment or they might have an autoimmune condition or are going to have chemo for that, in which case it's the right thing to do. But um, most women will, in the future, if they're thinking about egg freezing in their 20s, for example, they've got ample opportunity to meet a partner and have a family naturally, so their chance of needing to use those eggs is probably much less. Whereas women in their 30s, if they've got no baby plans on the horizon are in a good place to think about egg freezing as a proactive strategy rather than a reactive strategy because it's a much stronger strategy as a proactive strategy. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Knocked Up, the podcast about getting pregnant. For more information about Raylia, Women's Health Melbourne and how to get pregnant, please visit womenshealthmelbourne.com.au or find us on the socials under Women's Health Melbourne or you can send an email with any future episode requests to podcasts at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au. See you next week.